When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to Ray's Sports Rant here for the Dean Blundell Network at DeanBlundell.com. Of course, my name is Ray Rout, and I'm the host of Ray's Sports Rant. And I know I usually jump right into my subjects, but I need to take a minute or two today just to kind of talk about the format of this podcast going forward here on episode 10. Uh, the way that Ray's Sports Rant podcast came up was because uh, I have my own pod. I have a different podcast called Who's Got Next? A podcast, of course, you know, since 2017, up until about two months ago, I was the host of the Dear Pats Nation podcast, uh, pretty successful. It's what got us on the Dean Blundell Network. It's also, you know, we were with Sportscaster and uh, Colorcast and the Halftime app and Newsbreak and all these different things. But, you know, we, we kind of done being the Patriots guy and uh, we disbanded the podcast started who's got next just a fun podcast and then race sports rant came to be and this all happens to be because i go on these sports rants during the day uh a lot of times just me typing on twitter doing these long threads sometimes i cut a quick video with my phone uh sometimes i do it to youtube and it was like hey wouldn't it be great if we put this into a podcast so i talked to dean do my thing i become the director of sports he's like do whatever you want dude you're in charge of the sports department so i'm like great i can talk about whatever i want to talk about and then I kind of turned this into like a me covering the news, reacting to this, and it didn't, you know, it didn't do anything. And these rants that I would go on was called raised useless rants because I would just go on these random rants during the day. So what I do now is, and this is the first episode starting today, episode 10, but it's going to be the new and ongoing format is I've always got my headphones with me with my ear, you know, with my microphone jack on there. And throughout the day, as I come up with thoughts in my head or something I want to talk about, I rant. We take those rants, we compile them all together every night, and it's Ray's sports rants for the day. Uh, you're going to hear me talk on a whole bunch of different microphones. This is my podcasting mic. This is a nice clear mic. This is what you usually hear me on. It's going to, you know, project my voice and all that kind of fun stuff. But sometimes it's going to, sometimes, you know, I'm going to be doing a rant in a minute here about Josh Allen and it's going to be on this mic because I'm at my studio. But three rants that I did today, I've been out and about all day, didn't have time to sit down in front of the mic and do it. And I wanted to do it as my head was going. One, I was driving. You can hear me driving while I do it. And I just, you know, I record as I go. And that's what Ray Sports Rant is. So what am I talking about today? I talked about Toronto FC and how I still have a lot of hope that the Toronto FC are going to, you know, still be playoff contenders. I talked about the Buffalo Bills cutting Matt Ariza. And in my opinion, I don't believe that the Buffalo Bills should be praised for cutting him because I don't think they were going to. They've known about this since July. It was Bills Mafia. Who gave them, who put the pressure and basically turned the screws on Brandon Bean and forced him to make this move with Ariza? I'm going to talk about the Toronto Blue Jays, how frustrating it is to be a Blue Jay fan, and how I do believe they're going to make the playoffs. I do believe they'll come as a wild card, but I don't see them as a World Series threat whatsoever. They got a lot of holes they got to fill. I mean, I didn't talk about this in the rant, but I don't even know if they're going to be a World Series contender next year. That's how much they, that's how bad this Blue Jays team has been. I'm going to talk about Josh Allen coming in. I haven't even done it yet. I'm going to be doing it here in a minute, but you'll hear it in a second. 
Number 13 overall? I got a problem with that. I got a problem because it shouldn't be based just on performance. It should be based on what we've seen and what can happen. I, I got a problem with him not being in the top 10, my opinion. And uh, I might talk a little bit about Tom Brady and just his, you know, I got shit to do comment today because I kind of like it. Uh, so let's raise, uh, you know, let's raise Sportsman going forward. Uh, I appreciate everybody who listens to me on a day-to-day basis. Uh, I hope you enjoy the rants. I hope you enjoy me going crazy. I hope you'll come back tomorrow. This is episode 10, August the 28th. And uh, let's get the show started. There are a lot of Buffalo Bills fans who are praising the Buffalo Bills for releasing Matt Ariza yesterday. I saw a lot of bragging on Twitter. I saw a lot of people ecstatic and proud that their team did the right thing. Let me start with this. The Buffalo Bills absolutely, positively did the right thing, cutting Matt Ariza. There was no reason that that kid should have been playing football in the NFL or anywhere this season, Um, especially since the way things have been laid out, absolutely right decision yesterday. However, I am not praising Brandon Bean. I am not praising the Buffalo Bills organization because, in my opinion, they do not deserve the parade for Ariza being released. The Bills Mafia, the fan base, the people who, I'm going to say it, keep Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott employed are the reason that Matt Ariza is no longer the Buffalo Bills punter. Because the Buffalo Bills have known about this situation since July. We have seen what the accuser's lawyer has said. He's reached out to the Buffalo Bills. He wasn't taken serious. As a part of the, quote, Buffalo Bills investigation, they never spoke to the victim or the victim's lawyer. They were going to try to move forward, put their head in the sand, and pretend like they didn't know. They knew about all of these accusations before they released Matt Hack and named Ariza the starting punter. Brandon Bean believed that the reaction from the Buffalo Bills fans was going to be similar to the reaction from the Cleveland Browns fans. That's my opinion. I'm going to give Sean McDermott the benefit of the doubt on this one. I'm going to pretend that maybe he wasn't in the full loop of what was happening within the investigation or what I'm now going to call lack of investigation by the Buffalo Bills. But there's no way that Brandon Bean wasn't in the full the full no. There's no way that he was blindsided on Thursday when the lawsuit was filed in L.A. He knew everything and wasn't going to do anything about it. He chose to keep Ariza and it was Buffalo Bills fans who forced Ariza out because the outcry came immediately after. They did not want Matt Ariza on the team and I commend Bills fans for their reaction and for them basically telling Brandon Bean, hey buddy, we ain't taking this from you. Good on you Buffalo, but I'm going to tell you right now, pat yourselves on the back, stop praising the Bills like they did some noble thing, like you should be proud of the organization. You should be proud of yourself because you are the reason that Matariza is no longer in the NFL. So Toronto FC had a big 2 nothing win over Charlotte yesterday. And uh, that is keeping playoff hopes alive for the Reds. And I guess the question that a lot of people are asking right now is how much faith do you have in Toronto FC to make the playoffs? Uh, I think the reality of the situation is is it seems almost improbable at this point just because of all the hoops they're going to have to jump through. 
but I wouldn't call it impossible. I think TFC has just as good a chance as anybody else who's in that playoff mix as long as they keep doing what they need to do, and that's winning, right? I think they're three points out of fifth, sixth, and seventh place, so it's right there. Yes, you need things to happen ahead of you. You need teams to lose. You need teams who are, are you know ahead of you in the standings to not win their games. That's out of your control. So... I'm, TFC and TFC fans for that matter we shouldn't be scoreboard watching what we need to do is watch what TFC is doing for the rest of the season if they win out I think they have a pretty good chance of making the playoffs somebody's going to falter somebody's going to lose someone's going to miss a game here or there now you need the team to lose a couple of games you need to collapse somewhere again it's out of Toronto FC's control I'm going to say this though, and I've said this a couple of times I know a lot of people don't want to hear about next season, um, and that's always a cop-out for sports fans, right? Oh, next season will be better. Oh, next season will do this. Oh, next season will be that. But next season, when Toronto gets to start with Insignia, Bernanacci, uh, Bernadacci, I apologize, uh, you know, Richie Larea, when all those guys get to start the season, this Toronto FC team is going to be so good right off the hop because we've seen it. Since the three Italians in Larea have come to the team, they've been a different team. They've what? They've they've taken a point in almost every game outside of one. The heartbreaker last week, just, you know, Bono, again, goaltending's an issue. If they can address keeping and be able to replace Bono in the offseason, I mean, the team's almost going to be unstoppable. This could be the best team since the Javinko days, uh, you know, when they won the MLS Cup with Bradley and Altidore, and, you know, we all got to enjoy that piece of it uh look playoff hopes are alive again it's going to be difficult but tfc can control it themselves and i for me i have faith in the team i hope that everybody else has faith in the team i think that tfc could be could be i think that they're definitely if they make it to the playoffs i definitely see them as mls cup contenders they need to get there all they got to do is win out i'm going to keep the faith alive so the Toronto Blue Jays lost again today. They got swept by the LA Angels. And it just seems like things are back to normal. Back to the inconsistent Blue Jays. Uh, back to inconsistent pitching. And just the, the bats were horrible over the weekend. I mean, after coming alive against Ball, or against Boston and coming alive against the Yankees, I think at the end of the day, they were out. I think the Blue Jays were outscored like 22-3 to over this three-game series. Uh, it's gross. And I think that brings us down to this I, I believe the blue jays are gonna you know secure a wild card spot i believe they're gonna go to the playoffs i'm also one of those people who will always say hey all you have to do is get to the playoffs if you get to the playoffs good things can happen we know that and, and i again i'm one of those guys that believe that get to the playoffs anything can happen however the inconsistency of toronto is the reason that i don't see the blue jays going to the world series I don't see the clutch hitting when they need to hit. The pitching isn't coming through when they need to pitch. Nobody's picking each other up. If the pitching's not working, the batting's not working. Nobody is picking each other up and, and bailing anybody out. And they play with fire a lot. And I go back to the game on Friday when they got smoked, whatever, 12 nothing. You know, that kind of stuff is going to happen. But it was the first inning, and... The Angels loaded the bases. The Blue Jays got out of it. And all I thought there was, you're playing with fire doing that. And they, they gave up, a, they, they got out of some, uh, you know, bases loaded situations against the Red Sox. 
And I just think you can't continuously keep putting yourself in this situation with all these base runners on base and expect that you're always going to get out of it. And it's because of these little tiny things that, no, I don't think the Blue Jays are consistent enough to be considered a World Series contender. Maybe they win a series. Maybe they go to the World Series. Anything can happen. Again, I'm not saying to lose faith. Don't give up on the season. But I think if we're trying to be realistic, if I'm trying to give you a realistic answer, and people ask me, Ray, are the Blue, should the Blue Jays be considered you know, World Series contenders? No. The answer is absolutely not. I think they're a wild card team that has a ton of holes. I think the AL is a lot weaker than we thought it was, but you're still going to have to run into teams like the Rays or Baltimore. Uh, you could have to play Houston, which is going to be a nightmare because they're the best team in baseball. You know, you might have to run into the Yankees, who seem to have turned it on now. And we've seen, like, the Blue Jays went on this bad run. They bounce back against Baltimore. They come out, they take three of four against the Yankees. They sweep the Red Sox. Everything seems cherry in Toronto. They return home. And they get embarrassed by Mike Trout and Otani. So no, I don't believe that this team is a playoff team or is a is a playoff con- true playoff contender. I think they'll get there, and they'll probably you know knocked out in that wild card game or you know in in the divisional series. I don't see them as big threats or contenders for uh, the World Series this year. I was just scrolling across Twitter and I seen that Josh Allen was ranked the 13th best player in the NFL. Now, it's the NFL top 100. You crack the top 20. It should be an honor just to be in the top 100. Bigger honor to crack the top 20. But how Josh Allen wasn't ranked as the top 10 at the very least in the NFL is absolutely mind-blowing to me. And for those of you who this may be your first, you know, episode of the Rays Sports Rants, I'm a New England Patriots fan. So I'm not somebody who's going to come out on a day-to-day basis and defend Josh Allen. If anything, as much as I think it's ridiculous, I've been having a blast and a laugh watching Bills fans just lose their minds about it. But Josh Allen is one of the, if not the best quarterback in the NFL right now. I really think it's one and one A between Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers had better statistical years last year. I also think they had better teams in the grand scheme of an offensive thing. But when you're going up, Josh Allen is only going to get better this year. So I don't understand how his peers don't look at him and go like, yeah, he's a top 10 player. Should Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, and I get it, Aaron Rodgers, reigning MVP, reigning back-to-back MVP, but should they be rated ahead of Josh Allen? Because this wasn't the best player of 2021. This is going to be the best player, the best top 100 of 2022. So you saw that everything Josh Allen could do last year, you saw the jumps he made, and you have to make the assumption based on the progression we've seen the last couple of years that Josh Allen's going to be rolling right into his prime this year. And the fact that he wasn't recognized as the top 10, I think, is a travesty. Don't tell Bills fans, though. I don't want them to know how much uh, how upset I am. I probably got to write it for the website, so it may be it. But I, I think it's ridiculous. Again, I think it's 1 and 1A one for Patrick Mahomes when it comes to the best you know quarterbacks in the NFL. I'll tell you what, I don't want to see Aaron Rodgers at number 1. Because that'll, that'll drive me insane. That'll put me through the roof.
I don't know how Josh Allen isn't considered a top 10 player in the NFL. It, it's just insanity to me. All right, people, that's about it for today. I know I said I'd talk about Tom Brady, but I really just didn't feel like it, and I didn't know what else to add to it. I, It was probably the most relatable comment I've ever seen. He was asked today about his absence from, you know, training camp in the preseason. He's like, hey, man, I'm 45 years old. I had shit to do. I get it. I'm 36 years old. I got shit to do. <laughs> um but yeah, so but I'm not going to go into a big rant about it. I really appreciate you tuning in to Ray Sports Rant for the Dean Blundell Network at DeanBlundell.com. Uh, for now, big things coming. Tune into the uh, Dean Blundell show to hear a little bit more. Go on DeanBlundell.com. Hear all about what's going to be happening to the network going forward. Uh, no sponsors yet, so if you are a sponsor and you like sports and you want to sponsor my sports show, it's available. If you're uh, just a, a listener, I appreciate you. I really do. Um, thank you for those of you who listen on Spotify. I'm still trying to get on to Apple and all that. Hopefully I'll be getting on there soon. Uh, I enjoy the sports right? I hope you guys enjoyed the new format. I think I'm really just killing time right now. Maybe some of you are like me though. Like I, whenever one of my you know favorite podcasts comes to an end, it's like, I even just want to hear the outro because I don't want it to end. I love hearing the voice. If you're still here, you're here because you like my voice. Do I have a podcast voice? I know I got a face for radio. Do I got a voice for radio? We'll have to see. All right, that's it for today. Episode 11 coming up tomorrow. Appreciate y'all. Never forget, you're all legit, kid. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.